What's going on, everybody? This is the extra point. The Ravens are red hot right now. They're 11 and 5 after running the table and headed into the playoffs for a huge matchup against Derrick Henry and the Titans. We got a lot of great stuff on the show. We talk about everything from who's harder to stop, Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, or who's a bigger rival, the Chiefs or the Titans. All of this and more coming up on the extra point. Let's go. All right, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the extra point. Appreciate y'all for listening. I got my bro, my brother, JC, with me. How you feeling, bro? Feeling good, man. First episode, we're ready to get popping. All right, so the Ravens run the table at the end of the season, finish eleven and five, roll into the playoffs. I did not think they would be able to do it. I really, honestly thought we was just gonna have bad luck. I thought something, something just was gonna happen that was gonna keep us out the playoffs, but. Despite the odds, we're in the playoffs. How do you think the season went? I think this is an up-and-down season. You know, we came into this season with, like, Super Bowl aspirations, and I thought it was going to be a big season. But this season actually turned out to show me a lot about the team and a lot about Lamar Jackson. And he really answered the question, is he a franchise quarterback for the next 10 years as somebody that you can pay and develop? And to me, that answer is yes. He just showed, like, you know what I'm saying? He proved this was more important to me, more impactful to me than his MVP season because he just showed us so much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, this is a real gritty team this year. I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I was just funny because I've been reading about the 2012 season, and, you know, this team feels really similar to that team. Um, I think it was Terrell Suggs. Uh, quoted it was like that season when we when we lost to the um when we lost to the Texans and you know we had that ugly loss. I think right before that we played the Cowboys. Terrell Suggs was saying that this you know is there's winning ugly, there's winning pretty, and then there's winning like a Raven or something like that. And this team definitely definitely wins like a Raven. Every game wasn't pretty, but we definitely got it done when we needed to get done. So. Definitely. So we finish 11-5, we make the playoffs, we go in to face the Texans on Sunday Sunday at 1, super wild Titans, card. Titans. I'm sorry, the Titans, super wild card weekend. Um, so what do you think is the key to winning this game this weekend? I think the key to winning this game is Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson. I think, like, he needs to play turnover-free football. I think that's the biggest thing that plagued us in the last few games when we played the Titans. We had a lot of turnovers, and we lost the turnover battle. So if we able to pay turnover-free uh, football, I don't think that defense has anything to match with our offense. I feel like the, the counter-run scheme that Greg Roman has implemented has changed so much about our identity. We, we're not just an RPO team that just try to beat teams to the outside. Now we can force linebackers to make a decision. And I think that's the key, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I think I think I think definitely uh Lamar is a big key. I mean, obviously the turnover battle is a big point. We had like three turnovers last year and we lost to them. But um honestly, I think we gotta run the ball. Uh Lamar Jackson is the key, but I also think combined that is Gus and JK. Uh the Texans, I, I their defense is I mean, I keep calling them the Texans. The Titans, their defense is god awful. Uh they're twenty eighth in the league in overall defense. I think they give up like fifty one percent on third down. 69% of their red zone uh, possessions end in a touchdown or a score. They're on the field way too long, 32 minutes and 48 seconds on average. And their turnover differential is minus 11. So 
if we don't turn the ball over, if we run the ball and we play our style of football, I think we can get an early lead on them and force them to play outside of their play style. Um, take Derrick Henry away by putting up more points than they can and, you know, getting an early lead. Okay, I hear you talking a lot about offense. What do you think the keys are for defense? Uh, defense, we got to stop Derrick Henry. Uh, that's the big key. <laughs> He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Derrick Henry is by far, in my opinion, the best running back in the league. He has been for the past two years now, and he's making history, rushing for 2,000 yards in back-to-back seasons, rushing for over 1,000 yards in just six games alone against the AFC South. And we saw what he did. He Last uh, last time we matched up, he literally went game-breaker mode, took the game over himself in late, and literally put the team on his back and, and, and broke everyone's heart in Baltimore. What you think on defense is important? I think a key matchup, yes, Derrick Henry is a monster. Yes, he, he is almost unstoppable at this point and that he's running it. I think a key matchup for us this week, and which was a surprise matchup when I went back to the first game and looked at some of the things, was Corey Davis versus Marcus Peters. I feel like Corey Davis kind of took that game over with a lot of slant, sluggo routes, like a slant and go. He was tearing Marcus Peters up. So I think it's going to be a battle already containing Derrick Henry. So if we can stop the Corey Davises, the John New Smiths from getting touchdowns, from getting first downs, and we can make it a just Derrick Henry has to beat us game. I feel like I like our chances. A.J. Brown is, is also a key part, but I think we actually did a pretty good job with Marlon Humphreys on him. Jimmy Smith is coming back this week. We have He's kind of like that physical big-time receiver that Jimmy Smith kind of always matches well against. So I think we have to stop Corey Davis. We have to stop John New Smith. Those guys, the Fittner, uh, they got a kid, number 10. I think we have to stop him. Just the other, the other helping hands to me. Batson, yeah, I, think, I think his name is Batson. Yeah, Batson. Those guys are the guys that really scored touchdowns on us last year. You know what I'm saying? They opened up the game. So if we can contain Derrick Henry, he's only one man. That's the one good thing about a running back is they can get off, but if you can contain the other people, I think that's the key to this matchup. Corey Davis stopping him is a very important that has to be a top goal on the Ravens list. I like that. I like that take a, I take a lot. Another quick point, just a fun fact. I know we were talking outside the show. You were talking about us getting up 14. The Ravens have won 98 straight games when they get up by 14. Uh, anything you want to comment on with that? Yeah, I think I think it all starts with uh, Greg Roman in the script. I, mean, I noticed in the last three games, like, his game th- scripts coming in. I almost want to say we want the ball first. I, I know I'm usually against that. But I, I'm to this game, I really want to take the ball and punch the team in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? I want to – if we're able to get up 10 to 14 points in the fourth quarter and dominate the game that we have, that's another way we could take Derrick Henry out of, the, out of the game. So I think it's going to start off with our first drive of the game. I'm really interested to see how Greg Roman uh, schemes it up and scripts the first drive of the game. I think that, that would be important. How about you? So, yeah, I think I think Greg Roman is a key piece. I mean, last year we got away from the run. I, I, I think that, you know, this team's identity is running the football. And I think because that's our identity, we may have to run the ball in some situations where other teams may not. Um, if we're down 14, okay, if it's early, we should still be running the football. I don't think there's any time where we should really be abandoning the run unless it's fourth quarter, down a lot of points, crunch time. But I would not be upset if we're down 14 in the third and we're still running the ball heavily. I think that is our team's identity. We do it better than anybody else in the league. 
We get lots of chunk plays. We've got explosive running backs and J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards who can break it at any minute. I don't think we need to change our style of play as much um, for this game. I think we need to stay true to who we are, and I think we'll we'll, we'll take it running away. Um, but moving on, let me ask you this. So last time the Titans and Ravens matched up in the regular season, we had that incident mm-hmm. where – uh, the Titans came out the locker room. They're celebrating. They're dancing on the logo. Jar- John Harbaugh steps up, tries to break it up. A.J. Brown pushes him out the way. Um, they they clearly, last year, they're making fun of the big trust, you know, mocking us. They're definitely – there's no love lost between these two teams, right? But mm-hmm. also, there's another team where it seems like the Ravens are also always kind of competing with in the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson is voted the number one player in the league over Pat Mahomes in the NFL Top 100, and he puts a little notebook emoji out on Twitter. We had some tough losses to them and some good, pretty notable games, two MVPs who are compared a lot. What do you think is the bigger rivalry, the Titans or the Chiefs? Now, if you would have asked me this question before the season started, I would have told you the Kansas City Chiefs running away to Mahomes, uh, Lamar battle is very intriguing. It's always a primetime television. It's always much-watched TV. But if you're hitting a personal button, if you was to ask me right now, I really dislike this Tennessee Titans team. I really think they're kind of full of themselves, and they haven't really did anything. I really think that they have the bully-type mentality that they can bully the Ravens. And I don't – and I, this is one of the first teams I've ever seen other than the Steelers. But the Steelers, it was kind of with respect. This team right now, I feel like they they kind of have no respect for us. They they kind of think that they can come over and push us over. And I'm I'm interested to see how the boys turn, come out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we need to come out fired up. They're willing to try trick plays. If you remember in the first game this season, the trick play on fourth down, something Babel's kind of like a ballsy coach, kind of comes from that Belichick range, and he's kind of a cocky guy. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think this Tennessee Titans team is as good as what they think they are. So I really want this team. I really wanted this team in the playoffs. If you know me, I know we had outside conversations. You always know I've been begging for this Titans game. Because I want to see – I like how to see how we respond from getting punched in the mouth. That shows what type of team you are, what type of organization you are. So right now I would say the Tennessee Titans are, are our biggest rival, and I cannot wait to play them on Sunday. How about you? So, yeah, it's funny. And it's – I mean, right here in the moment, if we look at recency bias, I think that, you know, we played the Chiefs earlier in the season um, and they, they handled us pretty mightily. Uh, and then, you know, the Titans game has is, is, is been a lot closer in the matchups. And I do think that is a good rivalry. Um, and then also the Titans, you know, we got history there. There's a lot more history between the Ravens and the Titans than I would say the Chiefs and the Ravens. So I'm going to have to agree with you. I think I would agree, but I will say this. Um if we look at the next couple of years, and especially if things go this weekend, how I think it's going to go, I don't think the Titans will be a long-term rival moving forward because in the playoffs, I really wanted the Steelers. I really wanted the Steelers. We can't be rivals with the Chiefs because, you know, we haven't even really – I don't think we've showed up like we should have against them, against them to be a bit of rival. I don't think they really care about us. But I wanted the Steelers, man. I wanted the Steelers first round in the playoffs. I hated the Juju TikTok stuff. Um it's something about Ravens Steelers playoff matchups that just really gets my blood bowling. So um I know that wasn't one of the choices, but I guess out of the two I would say Titans, but as far as playoff matchups go, I really wanted the Steelers. 
So definitely, we all hate the steel. Yeah. <laughs> so sticking with this game, we've got Derrick Henry, who of course is the key, and I'm sure on the other side of the ball, they're they're, they're looking at Lamar, right? Two very mm-hmm. dynamic, honestly MVP caliber elite players. Uh, who do you think is having the harder time game planning tonight? Uh, who's harder to stop, Derrick Henry or Lamar Jackson? Um, this is a tough question because I would say the the easiest answer would be Lamar Jackson because he is so dynamic. It's so hard, like you can't even game plan for it because a lot of his stuff is so instinct and so fast and like. I heard something the other day that said he has, like, freakishly crazy bursts. So, if he was to make one false step, his burst through the next lane is so so amazing and so fast. But on the other side, Derrick Henry keeps me up at night. I'm not going to lie to you. Because it's not only him running. It's his threat of running. And that's what makes Tennessee so good. Because now you have to play single coverage. Now you open up the play action for the Corey Davises and the A.J. Browns and the John New Smith, and then that's when they start cooking in the read option with Tannehill. I done seen him run that play like 10 times, and every time Tannehill is wide open. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think overall it has to be a, a, a gap responsibility. Everybody has to know their job and has to be able to do the job. I feel like a lot of times, from even from past Ravens defenses, we're so aggressive that sometimes it can hurt us. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can overshoot gaps or, or not cover the outside. So I think this game, we have to be, even if it's willing to give up four to five yards, just to respect the Tannehill bootlegs or the or the play-action fake across the middle. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has to be a lot alert and ready to uh, play that position and play that spot. So I'm going to give you a sne- sneak answer. I would say that Tennessee offense is pretty dangerous if Derrick Henry gets rolling. So the, the key has to be to stop him from rolling, making him shuffle his feet and not getting him to go downhill. So you, you go with Derrick Henry harder to stop with Lamar? Yep. I'm going to actually – I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Lamar, and here's why. I think Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry are equally as dangerous. You don't want to be a defensive quarter facing um, either one of those people. But I think the position is what makes it different. Um, because Lamar plays quarterback, right, just the nature of the game and not being able to run. I mean, I was watching, uh, I think it was ESPN earlier. Teams teams can't run man against it, right? Because as soon as you run man, it makes it that much harder to contain Lamar. So you've already eliminated several plays out of a plays uh, out of a team's defense just because you are a dual threat quarterback. You know what I mean? There's only so much you can do at the running back position. You can run the ball. Yeah, you can open up the play action, and those are huge, huge threats. Don't get me wrong. But having a quarterback as lethal as Lamar Jackson in the pocket who can take broken down pass plays and sacks and turn them into first downs and touchdowns, and then you can run the option. I just, I'm just glad that Lamar Jackson is wearing a Ravens jersey and not another team. Definitely. We were screaming that night. I remember that draft night when we drafted him. Me and you were dancing in the street, man. <laughs> it was it was crazy. So uh as far as games, what do you think your prediction for Sunday is? You got score, winners, losers, what you think? What you see happening? I'm gonna give you a winners, losers, and now I, I throw in a score in there. So I have a superstition, you know what I'm saying? I never so as we get in through this podcast, you will never hear me 
upset about about against the Ravens, so I have a problem with that. But I see us winning, and I see us winning big. I got us. I like us going. Uh, let me see prediction wise. Thirty to twenty. Thirty to twenty. Yeah, Ravens by ten in Tennessee. Uh, Lamar's gonna throw for two touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins will run one. And uh, I like to see Des Bryant get in the end zone. This will be a Des Bryant game. Des Bryant gonna get in the end zone, and Hollywood Brown is gonna get in the end zone. Mark Andrews, they're gonna they do a pretty good job against them. Yeah, I I'm gonna pick the Ravens as well in this one. I think they're definitely gonna cover the spread. Right now, they're a three and a half point favorite. I definitely think we're gonna win by at least a touchdown. I'll probably give us twenty seven twenty Ravens. Um. I think, you know, Derrick Henry is still going to do his thing, but eventually we'll be able to – it'll be slow enough where we'll be able to build a lead. And I think they'll – I think we'll be – those last uh, seven points or whatever for them to get the 20 points, the Titans will be in garbage time. I think the game will pretty much be locked up early for the Ravens. Um, and now this being an extra point, I want to make one last extra point um, not related to the Ravens. Um, hot topic coming in the NFL this week. And this has had me thinking. The Eagles versus the Redskins game. I'm sorry, the Washington football team. Uh, Coach Doug Peterson benches star quarterback Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter when they only had, I believe, a three-point lead and end up losing the game to the Redskins, essentially tanking as they uh, have been so accused. And it really got me thinking, is tanking the answer, Right. Because if you look at draft history, right, there's been a lot of bad teams in the NFL. I cannot think of in my lifetime a team, if many, that tanked, got a number one pick, and then was able to turn that pick into a Super Bowl champ. Can you think of any? Nah, uh, I would say the NFL is very different from the NBA in that point where one player can change the whole mm-hmm. landscape. Zion Williams or Joel Embiid can change the whole landscape as an NFL and as an NBA team. So when you get into the NFL, it's such a team game, it's such a culture thing, it's such about coaches, injuries, so many things that come into account. And I don't think tanking is the right answer. Now I will say that I heard well that somebody brought up a nice point in me watching uh, sports television this week. That it might have not been the Doug Peterson thing that came up with that idea to tank. Might have been the general managers and the uh, front office people trying to, you know, set the landscape. They did get from the number nine pick to the number six pick. So maybe they could be eyeing maybe a top corner or a top wide receiver. They think they're not going to be there nine. And, hey, you never know. I mean, know. hey, we'll see how it plays out. I I definitely, you know, I, I personally – I love Kyle Pitts coming out of Florida in this draft. I know you love Kyle Pitts. A lot of people love Kyle Pitts. He's a dog. We've talked about him all the side of the show. Um, he's probably not going to make it outside the top 10. When the Ravens were struggling, I kind of to mentally prepare myself for the possibility of us not making it. Tanking had crossed my mind. I know we are not the organization to tank. We have never been that type of franchise. But the, the appeal of having a top 10 pick is tempting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and number six is really different it from is. number nine. It is. I know some people say that it's not, but you can get a top cornerback that probably wouldn't be there, Patrick Sertan or somebody, that, you know what I'm saying, that 
probably wouldn't not be there when you wait in that nine. And I know the Eagles would really love another cornerback, but they really need a lot of second uh, help. Also need a rival. But also, who's to say that pick pans out? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you could have a Carson mm-hmm. Wentz situation. I know they won the Super Bowl, but that was their first round pick. End up getting what was it? An ACL injury. Um, yep. you know, hasn't been the same since. I mean, they still got a Super Bowl, but they could have did that without Carson. Well, I don't know if they would have got there, but you get my point. Anyway, yep. go Ravens. That's uh all we have for y'all today. Um, I appreciate y'all listening in wherever you are listening. JC, anything you want to say to wrap us up? Free Kodak. Go Ravens. Happy birthday, Lamar Jackson today. And we ready to go, man. We ready to go on a run. We're hungry. Shout out to the boy Wayne for getting the podcast going. And we up next, man. This team could be the Hell yeah. Already. <laughs>